0: Hi, my name is Jeff Pagano, and thanks for tuning in to the Harpen on Rugby podcast. Harpen is an unofficial fan site for our Leinster and Ireland rugby, with write-ups every Monday after matches and regular coverage of the latest news and opinion via Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, and of course this pod. If you haven't already, please subscribe. We're on Apple Podcasts as well as a host of other platforms. So here we are, just days away from the return of Interpro rugby. Of course, the uncertainty is still there. Of course, we'll all be knocking on wood while clutching a rabbit's foot with fingers crossed between now and Saturday evening. But that can't stop us looking forward to the big kickoff. And what I'd like to do with these pods for the next while is to chat to a fan of Leinster's next opponents about how their team season is looking going into the weekend. That means Munster are first up, and I think you can safely say that my guest Michelle Tobin is a fan. So without any further ado, here's our latest back and forward chat. Now it's time for our back and forward chat, and joining me this week to make her second appearance on the pod to add to many written contributions over the years for Harpen on Rugby, including a series documenting her group's travels on the Lions Tour in New Zealand in 2017. Warren, welcome back to Michelle Tobin. How's it going with you? I'm good, thanks, Jeff. Great to be back. Indeed, great to have you back. Um, yeah, we usually have you on doing the lions, but uh, this time it, we we've asked you to put your Munster hat on. Um, but ju- actually, just before we before we do that, um, how how's everything with the tour to South Africa? How, how how is that looking at the moment with all that's going on?
1: Uh there's very mixed messaging out of South Africa today. Uh, South Africa Rugby released ticketing details for South African residents for all the games but I've just seen a BBC article where the head of South African Rugby says the tour might have to be postponed so there's definitely mixed messaging coming out of South Africa but according to the Lions ticketing packages and, and all the, the travel company stuff is going on sale on the 2nd of September
0: Okay. so
1: it's keeping everything crossed and we, we just have to wait and see we you know nobody knows what's going to happen tomorrow so to predict for july 2021 at this point is a fool's
0: errand absolutely and with, with with things like that i mean they even if they if they know they're going to have to cancel it at some point um there's going to be there's going to be no real hints it's going to be it's going to be on until the day they say it's off kind of thing. So there's really nothing you can, there's, there's really nothing you can do. I, I just hope that, uh, just I mean the, the worst case scenario is it called up and I hope that you, you know that you don't have any hassles. All the problems we've had getting refunds and stuff for holidays when the COVID thing happens, you know. I just I hope that uh hope that you guys get looked after with all that. But the the tour, the, the tour group that you've been going with is is has been pretty good with its customers, hasn't
1: it? Yeah, I mean Rugby Travel Ireland have been fantastic all along and um my Lions group have a have a weekly Zoom quiz and have done the whole way through lockdown and that's still going on. But Mark from Rugby Travel Ireland gives us little updates when he can and he, on the last update, he mentioned that the licensed tour operators uh, will have a, a guarantee scheme or a, a safety net for people who book that are um, any money we pay. Towards the Lions tour will be 100% protected, so Brilliant. I'm
0: very reassured by that. That's good to know, yeah, yeah. I mean, they, they, they should look after you like that because, especially since you went on the last tour as well, like you know, it's uh, it's, uh re- returning, recur- returning business is always a good thing, and, especially in these And times.
1: Monster in South Africa and the Hong Kong Sevens, yes, and, and, and of the it. rest,
0: <laughs> exactly, yeah, yeah,
1: yeah.
0: Okay, <laughs> dokie, well, that's great. Well, best of luck with all that. Now, um, now back to more pressing matters. Um, we've been we've been sitting around um, watching reruns and um, a bit of getting up on Sunday mornings for New Zealand matches. And since, uh, since the end of February, and that's all been well and good, but finally, fingers crossed, hopefully um, we'll get, we'll get going this weekend. And uh, what, what what a game to start. And so, like I said, I've asked you to put your Munster hat on and what what I just want to do here is have a little chat about how, how you're feeling about Munster's, where Munster's season is and where Munster's squad is with the new additions and just, your, you know, in general, how you're seeing them at the moment.
1: All right. Well, it, it's it's an exciting time and a scary time, I think, not just for, for Munster supporters, but for all of rugby. I mean, we've just seen tonight that Jamie Roberts has tested positive for COVID, mm-hmm. so that one would expect that's at least the Dragons game off. And I know Munster were tested yesterday. I don't, I presume Leinster were as well. Mm-hmm. So it, it, you know, it's, it's still all on a knife edge. And then the last game, I mean, Monster haven't played as a team since the 29th of February. So it, it's very difficult to know what to expect, but I hope we're going to come out of the blocks roaring. Mm-hmm. Um, we're at an advantage in that the Edinburgh game kicks off at, I think it's five o'clock it's before our game anyway so we will know and if by some miracle glasgow managed to beat edinburgh it gives Munster even more impetus to go on and and beat leinster because it would mean not playing leinster again in the semi-final for the third year in the row mm.
0: yeah that's uh, that, that that's the way that's the way it uh, it does shake out it's um it's uh they basically left it with two there's two games left they left the standings as they were and they left two games uh two games each so it's um monster you're, you're pretty safe enough for a top two spot anyway i think you're eight points ahead of the scarlets I, I, it would take um you know you, you wouldn't want to take it for granted you wouldn't want two defeats and let them come back at you but like you say if one of their games is going to be off there's a chance they won't catch you anyway
1: yeah well scarlets are due to play dragons next yeah. week, so that that would one would expect that would also be an ill old draw, yeah. which would certainly work out in our favor but you know there there's two games there, and I'm sure that Munster will be going out to do the, everything they can to win those two games yep
0: and finish finish top and uh, like and finish say, top
1: and, and hopefully yeah. avoid injury as well because yeah. it's it 's been worrying the number of players that have picked up niggles now that they 're back at training, and that 's not just a monster issue, obviously Leinster have had some fairly serious injuries yeah um, but to see what it 's like when they go into contact for the fur like real competitive contact for the mm. first time in the guts of six months i mean it 's it's a little bit nervy, but it's
0: also very exciting. Exactly. Oh, absolutely. And on the injury front, since you mentioned that, I'd just like to give a, yet another apology on behalf of Munster fans for Joey Carberry. Um being unable to play um yet again. I, I I don't know if I don't know if it was yourself or or it was another Munster fan maybe on Twitter back in um back in March when we, we when we appreciated how big this lockdown was going to be. And I think someone tweeted, um, well, at least it'll give Joey Carberry a chance to recover, but then someone, someone else came back, asked, oh, sure he'll only go down injured again when we're coming back. And unfortunately that was, uh, that was prophetic. Um, that's, uh, it's just, he's, he, I mean, both him and Munster in general with number 10s have just had terrible look.
1: Yeah, it's really unfortunate. And I am, you know, I'm heartbroken for Joey mm. for, you know, he's been looking forward to getting back um you know we were what nine months since he's he's last played and to get the news and particularly to get an indefinite timescale I mean you can work through anything once there's light at the end of the tunnel but Mm -hmm. indefinite is worrying but at the same time reading what he had to say today he was confident that he will be back and I very much hope so And uh, all we do is wish him well and look forward to seeing him when that time comes.
0: Absolutely, because I mean, especially for a player like him and the potential he has and the future he 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 should have. um, It's not. It's. I mean, it's not just him reappearing. You want him to get a run of games. You want him to get like you know he needs he needs like six or seven games under his belt um, to just you know just just to get himself up to speed. You know, it's 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 a tough. It's a, it's a tough uh, situation for him because he's, he's, he he hasn't really had the time. But figure, fingers crossed he'll be back um, soon. But so uh, elsewhere in the squad, you've got some new additions. Uh, you must be looking forward to seeing the likes of uh, <laughs> Snyman and Dale Endade uh, pull on the red jersey.
1: Yeah, very exciting. Um, I'm particularly looking forward to what we expect will be the centre pairing this weekend of DLN Day and Farrell. Mm-hmm. Um, two, two brick walls that I'm sure will, will enjoy taking on the Leinster attack. And uh, I'm really excited. I mean, Snyman's fantastic. If you look at his highlights reel from the World Cup, you know, some of the stuff he did was mind blowing. His pace mm. for a second row is incredible. Uh, so he offers a lot as well in in the second row. And then we, we can't forget Matt Gallagher. Um, I think his arrival has been overshadowed by the two South Africans, but he also has a lot to offer. Um, he He's a great player to have in your, your match day 23 because he covers full back in both wings. Mm-hmm. And, you know, especially with Bill Beaumont talking about reducing the number of um, subs that might be allowed the the utility back will become an even more important role than ever now I'm not saying that Gallagher is a utility back but he has been classed as that in the past and of course, we also have the lovely Roman Salanoa, who kindly is coming our <laughs> way from, or came our way from your lot. Yeah. But unfortunately, he's carrying an injury at the moment, so we won't see him this weekend.
0: Yeah, yeah. We, uh, it, was, it was a weird situation from, from Leinster's point of view, because just in the space of a couple of days, we let go two not just two players, not just two players in the same position, but two players at tight head prop. I mean, wh- <laughs> who, who, who does that? Uh, in 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 the space of a couple of days but um i mean it was, it, it was a case of it was good to see um i mean it 's good to see you know people getting opportunities elsewhere you know where, where they 're needed and stuff um, but just on the just on an overall sense like how how do you think this game is going to um you know <sighs> We, we all want everything to we all want the excitement back and you know when we saw what was it the Highlanders and the Chiefs they didn't they kick off um Super Rugby Aotearoa and that was a thriller of a game with the, the Gatlin family feud in the last minute yeah. and um that you know but that, but you compare and contrast to that just last weekend, I watched uh, Bristol bears play Saracens and uh, oh my God, I was, I was begging to be, to get up at 4am for a New Zealand match. <laughs> um, haven't, haven't watched that cause it was, it was te- you now the conditions weren't great, but I think a lot of it was, a lot of it is it's a different atmosphere has to affect the players. And, um, but plus it's the coming back. I mean, we can't just expect them to just take the break. Um, no, no, um, no preseason matches I mean it effectively is a preseason match well, what kind of spectacle do you think it'll be on on the night
1: it, it, there's a lot of factors that will play into what i mean it could be so many things, but as you say, the empty stadium thing is it's so unusual, particularly at a game like this where i mean you come out and your ears are buzzing for hours because yep. the volume from both sides of both supporters is incredible I mean it, it's one where the air is absolutely electric with the passion from both sides so to go from that into an empty stadium I, mean, I didn't see the premiership last week but I did watch a couple of Super Rugby Australia and made the mistake of watching one Super Rugby Australia match immediately after a Super Rugby outer Aurora nice. match and I just it's terrible I mean rugby for us is the passion It's It's the atmosphere It's having everybody behind you Or against you And I think it'll be Really strange for the players And as well as that We don't know um, How the new laws are going to be interpreted If you remember back to that First weekend in New Zealand uh, From what I remember There was over 30 penalties Conceded In the Highlanders games and a very similar number the Sunday game as well. So just seeing how the officials will, in, will interpret it, um, I have noticed the officials uh, for Saturday are all monster branch officials which mm-hmm. is quite unusual for the Aviva but you know you have the cream of the crop there so it'll, I'm sure they'll have put a lot of work and had, had a lot of discussions Um, as a refereeing organisation and not just in Ireland but obviously through Europe as well as to how these laws are going to be interpreted so it'll be interesting to see how the ref interprets them and also how the players deal with that.
0: Yeah, because yeah, that was a feature actually of the Premiership game I watched at the weekend as well. There was twenty-seven penalties in that match, Um, and strangely, maybe because because they were giving them leeway, there was no yellow cards until there was like four minutes to go in the game. Um, But uh, there was a lot of penalties being shipped, but it was it was mostly around the breakdown, uh, little technical things. They were being strict on a lot of things they might have let go before. Um, But uh, so yeah, no, we 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 we'll see how they do it. But it is, I mean it what we have now is a situation where literally every jurisdiction is basically doing their own thing. They've had, they've even got their own, they're even trialing out their own different sets of laws. So um, it's going to be, it's going to be weird for us to just, to, just to get the hang of that as well. But um, we'll, we'll see. I mean, it, a lot of it will come down to basically how the two teams are approaching this game and what kind of teams they name. Um, Munster, like you say, Munster are actually going for, the top spot and they, you know, they, 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 and they've got their new players and they're betting them in and they're, they're, they're always uh, keen to put one over on Leinster and whatever. Um, Leinster for, by the same token, will be keen for the Derby kind of thing, but may, you know, I, I, I hope they go out and I hope they put out the strongest possible side, but they might be looking more for a, um, a longer term view of the the next five weeks. So we'll just have to see what kind of uh, what kind of team they put out? So it's going to be JJ Hanrahan. Um, you think starting at ten? Yes. Uh,
1: provided he stays fit, then oh, absolutely. Um, <laughs> it, it's very interesting, actually. Our our situation with ten is going to ensure that we have to trust youth. This certainly for the the latter part of this season, but once we we kick off again in in October, because. JJ is our our senior 10 and thankfully when Joey got injured and with Tyler being out, JJ found his form again and he has been flying. Mm. Um, But if you look at the other fit 10s as it stands in our squad, um, they are Ben Healy, Jack Crowley and Jake Flannery Mm. all have played Ireland under 20s in the last five years. So, we are going to have to trust youth, and they're all very exciting players. It's hard to pick out a star among the three of them because they really have shown form for Ireland and in their limited time uh, so
0: far for Munster. Well, this is what I mean, this is the thing I, I wouldn't be as, um, I wouldn't know as much about the players when they. Um, when they come from the under 20s into Munster but je- definitely uh, from what I've seen at Leinster they they they're, they're coming out of the schools in in all the provinces they seem to be coming out of the schools just ready to play at the very minimum pro 14 level and um, they're're they're, 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 they're ready to go there's no there's no question of um you know you need oh we need to bed them in we'll just give them a couple of subs appearances I mean if they're needed to go they seem to, they seem ready to play so um the likes of Ben Healy and all I mean like you say they've shown for the under 20s that they can do it and it doesn't seem that much of a jump um into into matches even like this one at the weekends
1: no and Ben Healy has had uh some run outs for the senior team yeah. so it's it's very exciting he, like he scored 17 points in three senior appearances so far this season um he he offers a lot of things obviously um with Craig Casey uh being one of our options at nine certainly Ben Healy would have played with him before Um, at at a serious level so I know at one stage I heard one of the commentators talk about the next Stringer and O'Gara but I don't think comparisons like that are fair but at the same time they're very exciting prospects in the halfbacks
0: Definitely, I mean uh... Yeah, it's it's like it's an easy thing to do. I mean, sure, sure. The second uh, Brian O'Driscoll retired, and anyone who put on a thirteen jersey for a Leinster would think, oh, O'Malley had the mantle first. The next pod, <laughs> then it was Gary Ringrose. The next bod. and it's like, no, no, no. They they're their own players, and they do their own thing. You know, no one's going to be the next the the, the next of anything. Um, but uh, sure, sure, sure. We'll see. We'll see how they. We'll see how they go. But what about the pack? How's the How's the pack looking?
1: The pack
0: is exciting. There's, there's going to be a
1: couple of interesting calls. I mean, none of us know um, how players are looking in training. We haven't seen them in a competitive match for six months. Um, so, in term, while, while you'll have some players that you would assume are, are nailed on, for the like, say, our, our front row is, is likely to be. Killer, Scannell, and Ryan, or maybe Archer. Mm-hmm. Then when you start to look at, say, Reserve Hooker, who, who do you put on the bench? Uh, Kevin O'Byrne has been fantastic, but Reese Marshall is also a very exciting player and it will shortly be Irish qualified. Uh, so it's, you know, there, there's a tight call there. Um, we're looking forward to seeing Snyman in the second row. Um probably, with Klein, but maybe not again, there are questions over who 's going to bench there, whether you you go for the experience and the the talent and the calmness say of Fini, of Billy Holland, or you go for the excitement and the energy and the love of Jonathan Sexton like I was, say, I
0: was just about to say which of these it knows how to get <laughs> fired up for this match on Saturday anyway. He doesn't need any
1: absolutely <laughs> um, and and I think people would look forward to seeing something like that happening. Absolutely the back row, I think the biggest call is going to be at seven because you can again everything permitting you would we would expect to see Peter Omani at six and CJ at eight. But seven, Jack O'Donohue um, on form this season, he's absolutely on fire. Tommy O'Donnell, one might argue, is a more classic seven, so you play him. But then there's Chris Clute, who is a monster at the breakdown. And with the new laws and with what's up for grabs this Saturday, um, I, you know. Personally, I'd throw him in with a warning to stay away from yellow cards.
0: Well, the thing is, is that like you said yourself, if there's going to be a lot of penalties anyway, so you might as well throw him on because I mean, he's he skirts around the edges, and he's one of those kind of players who who's going to get in there and take take a few risks. And uh, and like I say, if 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 the refs are going to be more so they're going to keep call the penalties, but keep the cards in the pocket. So for every, for every one penalty, he'll get a couple of turnovers, you know, that kind of way. Um, it, it, might, it might be a better option. But you're right. I mean, in, you've got Tommy O'Donnell there. You've got um, Jack O'Donoghue. I mean, there's a great, great amount of options there. I mean, we, we, we talk at Leinster about our um, selections in the back row, but uh, it's, it looks like if you, few if you head scratches yourself. Absolutely. And, and there are, we have other really
1: good back rows in our squad as well, but in looking at who is likely to, to start on Saturday, that's, that's where I'd be looking. And then I think it probably, again, Earls and Conway, again, would be natural selections, but 15, I think, is a big call. Because um, Mike Hayley is currently out injured, we have signed Matt Gallagher, but we have Shane Daly, who is absolutely in flying form. And mm-hmm. um, he's only he's made eleven appearances this season and scored four tries. It's his first senior year, and yet he played eighty minutes in the Champions Cup match against Racing. He's a really exciting player to watch, and. Even with the big occasion, that's who I'd be backing at fifteen, with probably uh, Matt Gallagher on the bench. Uh, Johan Van Gran in the last couple of games hasn't been putting a ten, a dedicated ten on the bench. So we could possibly see Gallagher and Rory Scannell both on the bench
0: for Munster hmm. on Saturday. And who would cover who who would cover the ten if if uh, if Hanrahan went off? A uh, Scannel could go over ab- there. can absolutely
1: yeah. cover ten.
0: Yeah,
1: yeah. Um, it gives it means with scannel covering ten and twelve. It essentially gives you cover for ten to fifteen between the yeah. two players. So um, that's something that would be really important. Um the another interesting decision, and again, not knowing how how players are looking in training, is reserve nine. Mm-hmm. Because Craig Casey, Neil Cronin, and Nick McCarthy are all on similar figures for games they've played this season, um, so I mean, in in Johan, we trust and and his team, and they'll have seen. Go them. on, Their go Zara on, pick one. Go working.
0: on, give me your preference. Go on, put your head in the box. Which one? Who would you pick?
1: I'm a huge Craig Casey fan. There you go. Um, he excites me um, it, it's not just short person sympathy <laughs> but he, he he's one of those and again I don't want to compare him to Stringer but he has a lot of that sort of terrier quality about him where uh-huh. he he gets into those little gaps he, he turns up where you're not an, expecting it and to me that's really exciting He's also really good at fast play. Uh, you know, It's something I've been really disappointed with Nick McCarthy I, um, in the games he's played. I was expecting him uh, to move the ball faster than we've seen him do. But hopefully, again, with having had all this time uh, to work on skills and the training and, and everything. Hopefully, we, we'll see faster ball coming out of our rucks and scrums. But, you know, who knows? We look forward to the announcement.
0: That's it. That's it. It's coming on uh, Friday um, at 12 o'clock. Uh, so it's, it's the, 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 the week, the week um, you know, uh, conveyor belt is starting to turn up again. So fingers crossed, you know, you get your press conferences during the week and then your team announcement Friday and then the match on Saturday. It's like, thing, again, fingers are crossed that um, because you know at the same time every day at six o'clock we're looking at our phones and to see what the latest uh, the latest numbers of cases are and how is, that's going to affect announcements and we got some kind of announcement today about um, sporting events and stuff but again it's, it seemed like more mixed messages um, I, I, I was I was less I, I, I think I understood them less when when the when when he was finished talking, than when he started. But um, all all we can hope is that the, you know it does look like this game is going ahead, pending more tests, obviously between now and then. So fingers crossed, we'll, we'll get ourselves a good we'll get ourselves a good game, and um, sure after that we can only we can only take it. I guess we can only really take it one week at a time, can we?
1: Absolutely. Um, you know, it, there are repercussions after the end of every game. As I say, hopefully, there won't be any knocks picked up. Um, because, as far as I'm concerned, the provinces are carrying more than enough knocks as it stands. I mean, Ulster got some bad news today about Balacone. Mm. Um, and. As I say, you know, it, James Ryan out for Leinster is is was a devastating blow for Leinster and Ireland. Now, Leinster have about 50 million players in their mm-hmm. academy who will do their best to, yeah. to fill their boots. Or that's yeah. what it feels like. Yeah. But certainly, from an Ireland point of view, with the autumn being as heavily packed, the, the initial announcement um, was quite scary, but I believe he's been excelling in his recovery so maybe it's not all doom and gloom
0: yeah he's the kind of he's he's one of those um kind of superman types seems that you know if they if they give a prognosis of, of of a 12 12 weeks out you you might have him back in like five or six um <laughs> but uh sure, sure 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 we'll have to wait and see i mean like you said, yeah it is considering there has been such a long break it is kind of disconcerting to see so many injuries from around the provinces happening but um i, I suppose it's like every aspect of this is um, because rugby, especially all those, all, I mean, when everything was normal, there was pre-COVID times. Um, every player's uh, training regime was pretty much set in stone, almost twelve months in advance, and um, that which included game time in that, and it was it was it was structured and it was set, and you know, you you knew what you were doing. But when 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 that's just taken away, and you're basically they had what two three months of basically. Um, you know doing workouts in their back gardens uh with over over zoom um and you know to for, to come back and just get back into co- any even contact training it's 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 gonna it's just new for everyone it's a new it's it's a new thing for you almost don't even know if you can blame too many people for for things going wrong it's just all new for all of us
1: yeah it's it you know it, it's been a difficult time as a supporter being without rugby so I can't begin to imagine what it's like for a player who is as you say you know bar the off weeks which come up from time to time but everything is scheduled everything's regimented and what they have is they have an awful lot of of contact and they they work with each other and they bounce off each other and they help each other and as we all learned during lockdown you know not having physical contact with people is incredibly difficult and it must have been so tough for for all the players um and i hope that you know we're we're not going to see a tighter lockdown and and suspension of what we've been looking forward to for a very long time
0: yeah, well, we're just gonna keep 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 every single superstitious action we know um, <laughs> on on a permanent loop uh, between now and the end of the week. So that's that's really all we can do. Well, listen, so that was great. Uh, thanks, thanks for coming on. That was a good old chat. Now, to and it's got me like talking about the players and stuff and the monster team and you know looking at looking ahead to Lenser. It's really got me fired up. I'd forgotten some of the names you mentioned. I'd even I'd forgotten, but you know what I mean. You hadn't considered them in the in the shakeup for for the game on Saturday and it really promises if all goes well and they all manage to kick off and everything goes, whatever two teams get put out there on Saturday, it's gonna be one hell of a match. So uh think, Absolutely. Fingers, fingers May the best for that. team in red win. Indeed, yes. <laughs> well yeah you have your you have yourself in Zoom here as Token Munster supporter, I see. Um so <laughs> just wanna thank you for coming on and um, and you never know like depending on how results go we may may have you back on again in a couple of weeks to looking ahead to a semi-final but whether that's a good or a bad thing um we'll we, 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 we'll discuss closer to the time
1: okay well hopefully not i'd prefer to see you in a final than yes, a semifinal. yes indeed so, definitely
0: yeah. well listen best of luck um, best of luck on saturday anyway and um, we'll see we'll, we'll see how things turn out and uh, thanks for coming on the show no problem thanks jeff Thanks for sticking with us right to the end and thanks again to Michelle for the chat. Later in the week, again all going well on the COVID front, we'll have our list of upcoming rugby on Irish TV on Thursday, the team announcement on our Facebook page Friday Lunchtime with a preview to follow later in the day and keep an eye out for details of a Leinster v Munster watch-along we have planned in conjunction with three blokes of Ball and Bod. In the meantime, stay safe everyone, slán.